This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, inviting you to stay tuned to another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. I wish you'd write us and let us know if you're listening. Many of, as we see here day by day, they say, Pastor, we listen to the old Trailblazer broadcast, but they don't write. They don't sit down and write us. And uh, we're asking you now to help us with the finances, if you would. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. In our last study, we were looking uh, at things uh, by which the sinner is not redeemed. The Scripture says it plainly what we are, what, how we are redeemed, but there are some things that we are not redeemed by. Corruptible things, such as silver and gold, no, it matters not how uh, uh, wealthy you may be. It matters not how much money you may have given to some church organization. We know of, of folks who have uh, left their fortunes to some organization and uh, they name buildings after them and all those things and now they look up to them and honor them. No, those things uh, never influence our Lord in saving a sinner. No, that doesn't have, doesn't have any value to it. It's gracious when somebody dedicates money to getting out the gospel, but it's not for salvation, my friend. We saw where Adam and Eve had attempted to cover themselves or to save themselves by making uh, coats of leaves, but God wouldn't have that, my friend. No, he wouldn't have that. And uh, uh, he, he said uh, he took the, the uh, animals, slew the animals, and made them uh, a coats of skin, a holy or righteous covering. And in doing so, yes, in doing so, he accepted the example of how Christ would die. He, he preached the gospel there to them, how Christ would die and shed his precious blood. And that's our only hope today. Just as Cain and Abel, let's look at those two. Cain and Abel came to the altar to bring a sacrifice or an offering uh, unto the Lord. The, the altar was built there in the garden. And Cain brought of an offering of the ground. He was a tiller of the ground, the fruit of his labor. But those things were corruptible. Uh, yes, they would soon uh, rot and decay. Uh, you know how fresh vegetables are. If you leave them out in the hot sun for long, they'll begin to decay and, and have a, a foul odor. But our Lord wouldn't accept those things from Cain's hand, no more than he would of Adam and Eve when they sewed the fig leaves together. You may ask, did Cain know what uh, about the blood sacrifice? Surely he did. Surely he did. For Abel, uh, his father did, and, a and Eve, Ad for Adam and Eve did, my friend. They had taught, we can be sure that Adam and Eve had taught them, both of them, how God had redeemed them. Don't you, don't you know in your heart that Adam and Eve had been redeemed by the blood of the shedding of the animal's blood and being clothed in their skins there? One thing we need to remember, friend, uh, folks have painted Adam and Eve as a, in, in a, a rough, uh, some rough skin with a, something thrown over one shoulder. No, that wasn't what the Lord did. I believe the Lord made the most beautiful coats of skin out of those, out of those animals. You say, well, how do you know? Well, I know what the Lord does, my friend. No, the Lord never is mishap in His work. But, uh, they taught, they taught Cain and Abel, uh, how God saves a sinner. And in old Cain, in his natural state, 
like some of you, wanted to have his way. He had raised a beautiful garden of vegetables, and he brought the best that he had. I believe he brought the best he had, and he spread it out there on the altar in a beautiful display. He came to the right place, but not with the blood. No, he came to the right place. He came to where uh, the altar was built, and he brought those uh, vegetables and fruits there and laid them out in order, all of those things, but there was no blood. Did you know there was no blood in that altar offering at all? His offering uh, was refused. Our Lord refused to accept it. Just so will he refuse your offering. Now think with me this morning. You may be uh, depending upon your good works. You may depending, be depending upon your, what you have given to the, to the church. You may be one who goes to service every morning at the early church, so to speak, and uh, have prayed those prayers. Uh, but, but my friend, those things have no blood in them. There's no blood there at all. No, you've put together an offering that's bloodless, a bloodless offering, my friend. Maybe it's works. Maybe you're just working yourself to death trying to keep the law. He'll not accept that. Anything from your hand, our Lord will not accept it. And if you're never washed in the blood here in this life, when you stand before the great white throne, uh, yes, he will say unto you, Depart from me, I never knew you. Not only is silver and gold uncorruptible, in, unacceptable to God, but Peter also says, that which ye received by tradition from your fathers. No one is ever saved because his father and mother was a child of God. Now, you depending on mother and dad to get you to heaven, no one has ever been saved. I know and realize that godly parents are a wonderful blessing. I praise the Lord for them. I admonish our folks here and you there to uh, serve the Lord. Uh, you parents, teach your children the, the way of righteousness and bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. But there's no such thing as inheriting salvation. No, sir. No, sir. I stake my eternal destiny on that. Every individual has to be redeemed by the shed blood of our Lord. Salvation is a personal thing. It's between the individual and the Lord. No priest enters there between you and the Lord. No, pra no pastor enters there. Even though the Bible tells us that it's by the foolishness of preaching that men are saved, the preacher gets no glory. There's no glory, my friend. Oh, what a farce I see these days. Men who have patted themselves on the back because they're Dr. So-and-so and they're this and that and the other. No, God gets all the glory. It's, uh, it's not that preacher's worldly wisdom. It's not his eloquence or his learning that turns a sinner to Christ. No, it's only the power of the Holy Spirit working in that heart and in that life that produces a repentant spirit and brings the sinner to trust Christ as his Lord and as his Savior. So tradition has nothing to do with salvation. I wish I could uh, hammer that home to your hearts this morning, folks. Tradition has nothing to do with salvation. Salvation is not joining some church, no matter what kind of church it is. It's not being baptized as an infant, being brought up there in the, in the day school and the catechisms and all of the teaching. That's not salvation. No. Put, folks put a lot of emphasis on those things, but there's no, there's no salvation there. Then some folks put 
a lot of emphasis on these old cathedrals where Dr. So-and-so used to preach. But none of this is of the Lord. A sinner in coming to Christ cares not who's doing the preaching. No, it may be some poor old unlearned soul who brings God's message. And if the Holy Spirit accompanies his message, uh, he cares not uh, where the services are held. No, but when he's bowed down under a load of sin and guilt, he's looking to his blessed Lord, not some worldly preacher. No, not someone to point out. All he wants is someone to point the way to Christ. That's our aim and purpose here at the old Trailblazer broadcast. We send out the old-fashioned gospel message, bringing you, Thus saith the Lord. We realize that not all will have the truth. Not everyone will embrace this message. But listen, the Scripture tells us that there will be many called, but few chosen. Over the years, under the late Pastor Shelton's ministry, we've had thousands who've heard this ministry, heard this message, and it's preaching. And yet many of them are not saved. They've been called uh, with the general call. They've heard the truth, and yet they're not saved. But we're commanded as God's messengers to preach the gospel. Go ye into all the ends of the earth and preach the gospel. No one will have an excuse for not being saved. You folks here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers, some of you uh, are not saved. You'll have no excuse. No, you've heard the gospel as no other group that I know of over the years, the past 40, 50 years. But some of you are still wanting to help the Lord save you. You'll just not trust the Lord. All I can do is be true to you, no matter how it hurts the flesh. Listen, my dear man, my dear woman, would you just listen? Uh, if you never bow your knee uh, to the Lord, you will one day wind up in hell's fire where the worm dieth not and the... Uh, the fire is not quenched. Some of you want to say, Preacher, it's too early in the morning to speak to me like that. But you listen. Your soul is at stake. I can't, I can't leave you alone. No, 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 I can't leave you alone, my friend. You're going down to the pit uh, uh, there where there's no redemption. And I have to raise my voice against it. I know from reading God's word, uh, his wrath hangs over your head. Don't get mad with me and turn off the radio. I'm pleading for your soul. I love you. I love your soul. God has burdened my heart. Set me here to crying like old John the Baptist. Uh, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. I'm concerned about you and your soul. In verse 19 of First Peter uh, chapter 1, we find how a sinner is saved. We start, uh, look at that verse in what little time we have left. Yes, uh, it says, not with silver and gold, nor the traditions, of, but not with corruptible things. But listen to verse 19 now, in this last minute or two. With the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Now there's where we find salvation, in Christ, in the precious blood of Christ. Let's stop and meditate upon uh, that word precious for a few moments precious blood because it was the son of God's blood. It was sacred blood. It was holy blood. It was precious blood. This is why folks cry down the deity of Christ. This is why they've branded him as an illegitimate son of a harlot. For if folks believe all of this, they'll never they'll never uh, come to Christ as their Lord and Savior. My friend, you must believe that Christ is able to save. No wonder all the attacks are being made upon our Lord's virtue virgin birth and his sinless life. Every day we open the newspaper. Every day we turn on the news. There's some uh, 
some poor soul who has taken opposition to God's word, set, his, set himself up as an authority, telling us that Christ was not virgin born, telling us that he was the son of a, a harlot and all of those things, casting away the word of God. No wonder that's happening. If Satan can do away completely with his precious blood and cause you and me to question his valley, value, then there's no hope. Satan uh, uh, hates our Lord. He's always aspired to be like God or to be as God, and he's never uh, given up. No, his efforts to overthrow the deity of Christ, he's never given those up. Uh, but uh, it's only the precious blood of Christ that saves a sinner. Can you read the story of Christ's crucifixion and see that precious life-giving blood dripping there at the, on the ground at, the, at our Lord's feet at the foot of the cross and not bow your knee in repentance, my friend? Have you ever read the story of the, of the, of the crucifixion of our Lord and not, and not been made to weep and mourn over your sin, saying, Oh, Lord, what a sinner I am. Are you still denying Christ this morning? Are you denying that he died for sinners? Oh, you say, I don't deny Christ died for sinners, but you won't. Uh, you, you don't want to be saved. You don't ask to be saved. You don't cry out to the Lord to be saved. You go on in your rebellion day in and day out. You fight the gospel. You hold back God's money. And you uh, do everything you can to hinder those around you from coming to the Lord instead of falling on your face and asking for mercy. No, my friend, Christ died for sinners. His blood, his precious blood was shed for sinners like you and like me. Oh, I hold out hope for you this morning. We're living in the day of grace and the day of mercy. We don't know how long it will last. But, oh, my friends, my heart longs after you. Would you just uh, ask the Lord to open your heart? This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you again, bringing you, thus saith the Lord, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis reminding you our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 